Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shehebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shehebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren, and may they only share in Simachot for the entire family. Amen. Daf Lamed Vav. Today's Daf has been dedicated by Anonymous in honor of David Katz from Katz Judaica on Kings Highway in Brooklyn. Today's daf is being studied the Alun Nishmat Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam and Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanichem Began Eden. Amen. We are beginning on Daf Lamidhe Amud Bet, two lines from the bottom. Gemara quoted a Braita and said, Is a person Yotse Yede Chovat Matzah? With tevel shelon that's untithed fruits that is not nitkan, is not fixed. So the Gemara asks, what do you mean? Every tevel is not nitkan. That's what tevel is. It's not fixed. What does it mean tevel shelon nitkan? So the Gemara gave a case where it's talking about where some of the entitlements were given, but other entitlements uh, were not given. Certain maasrot were not given. Even maaser ani, if it wasn't given. It's considered tevel shelonet kalsh. The Gemara wants to know: Can you eat such uh, tevel? Uh, can you be yotzef for matzah? So the Gemara said that it is asur. Why? Because the pasuk says lo tochal alav hametz. <coughs> the pasuk writes that you're not allowed to eat hametz on Pesach, and the Gemara makes a derasha: mi she isuro mishumbal tochal alav hametz. Only uh, type of matzah that if the matzah would turn into hametz, you would be over on lotuchal alav hametz. In this case over here, however, if this matzah would turn into hametz, you're not going to be over on lotuchal alav hametz. You're going to be over on eating the isur of tevil. So therefore, the only time that you are yotze with matzah, it's got to be matzah that if it turns into hametz. The Isur is going to be Lotukhal al-Hametz But in this case, if the Matzah turns into Hametz The Isur is what? Tevil, you're eating Tevil So the Gemara sounds like at this point That you're not going to be over on Lotukhal al-Hametz You're only being over on Tevil So the Gemara asks the question The Isura de Hametz The Echan Azla The Isura of Hametz, where did it go? Which means if anything, you're over on two things You're over on Lotukhal al-Hametz And you're over on Tevil, eating Tevil why does the Gemara mashma that if this matzah of table would turn into hametz, you're only being over on isur table? What happened to the isur of not chalav hametz? So the Gemara says, Amar of Sheshat, Hamani Rabbi Shimoni. This is following the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Be Amar, En isur chal al isur. We have a rule that once you have something that's asur. That's forbidden. You don't tack on another isud as well. 
Once something is asur, it cannot be asur for a, another reason as well. Two isurim cannot be hal on one item. And therefore, since this uh, matzah was tevil, so therefore, once this matzah is tevil, so if it would turn into hamez, it doesn't matter. It's tevil already. The isur already is hal on it. The isur already is on it. What's the isur? Isur tevil. Isur hamez, it doesn't, it doesn't hit. So therefore, you only humanly over on one one item. So therefore, that, that's the reason why you're not you'll say with such matzah. Because the Yisud has to be not to of hametz. And the Yisud of is not not to of hametz. Because which Yisud came first? The Yisud table came first. Because this item was tevil before it was hametz. The table comes first. It was just untied. So it was tevil from the beginning. So therefore, that Yisud hits. It's not going to be over not to of hametz. The Tanya, because we have a brighter. Person eats, let's say, nevela. It's an animal that wasn't slaughtered properly, let's say, and he eats it on kippur, which is another isur as well. Can eat on kippur, patur. She says, "What are you patur from? You patur from korban hatat." Because normally, if somebody makes a sin on yom kippur b'shogeg, he would be subject to korban hatat. Here, we ate, let's say. Bishogig. Why did he have to bring a Qurban Hatat? Because bottom line, he committed another Isur. What was the other Isur? He ate a Nevela. And that uh, came first. Because, as she says, the in Isur Yom Kippurim Halal Isur Nevela. Which is, let's say, it became a Nevela before Kippur. So if it became a Nevela before Kippur, Nevela came before the Isur of Kippur. And even if you want to say, as she says, that it became a Nevela on Kippur, Still, it was Isur before Yom Kippur because of Eved Menachai. Because the way the animal is right now, you can't eat it the way it is. You cannot eat Eved Menachai. So therefore, the Isur of the animal is existent before the Isur of Kippur even enters. So therefore, you only are there on Nevera. Therefore, you put it from Korban. So you see, in Isur, Halal Isur, that's Chittat, Nebi Shimon. Ravina Amar, Ravina comes along and says, Afilu Temar Banan. I can even say that this uh, Gemara is following the opinion of the rabbis that hold Isur Halal Isur. That really you can get two Isurim at the same time. Oh, so if you can get two Isurim at the same time, so how do they learn? What's the reason why if you eat Matzah of Tevin? How come you not Yotzeh? Mi she Isuro Mishumbal Tochal Hametz Bilvad. Hidush the Gemara is when what type of matzah are you yotze? Only on matzah that the only isur would be baltochal alav hametz. Yatzaze she'en isurom mishum baltochal hametz bilvad ela af mishum baltochal tevil. Which means the rabbis oh, you're going to get the isur of hametz in this case you're going to get the isur of tevil. That's why this matzah is no good. Because the only type of matzah that you're, you, you, you are Yotzebo is if the only Isur would be Lotokal Allah Hametz. But since in this case over here, it's Lotokal Allah Hametz plus the Isur of Tevel. So in such a case, therefore, since you have both, therefore you're not, uh, you're not Yotzeb. So the Gemara says, Mide Bilvad Ketiv. Does it say in the Pasuk Bilvad? Lotokal Allah Hametz Bilvad only? Which is once once it's sayak to become not of hametz, finished. You should be uh, it should be considered good uh, for matzah. You're giving me a new rule now that you need that it can only be subject to not of hametz. If it's subject to not of hametz and something else, 
you're not Yosef. What is it? Say to Chazal Mahmoud Bilvat? Ela mehavarta k'derav sheshat. Here we go back to Rav Sheshat's answer that this is only going like Rabbi Shimon that says in Isur Hal al Isur, and therefore the only Isur in this case over here is Tevil. And therefore, since it's not subject to Lotuch Allah Hametz, therefore you're not Yotze with Matzah of Tevel. Tarulu Banan, new point. Yachol Yotze Adam Yudeh Chomatobe Maasir Sheni Birushalayim. We know Maasir Sheni, the owners take it up to Yushalayim and eat it. So the Gibraltar's question is like this. Let's say it's Maasir Sheni's wheat. Could you take it up to Yushalayim on Pesach and use the Maasir Sheni as Matzah? Are you, being, are you going to be Yotzeh? Tamud Lomar, Lechem Oni. The Pasuk calls the Matzah Lechem Oni, which literally means bread of the poor, poor man's bread. But the Gemara makes a derasha. And the derasha the Gemara is, Mi, to change that, Mi Shne'echal Ba'aninut. Which means, Oni can also be read Oni, but an Aleph. That is... An inut, somebody that is Hasbah Shalom in Onin. Somebody that is in distress, meaning that his uh, relative passed away. Hasbah Shalom, and it's before the burial. So he's considered an Onin. So the Pasuk says, Lechem Oni. That is what? Mi Echal Ba'aninut. It has to be something that it's possible to eat during the stage of Aninut. Yatsazeh. To exclude Ma'asir Sheni, She'enu ne'echal ba'aninut e'la b'simcha. Have a rule. I learned from Pesukim. Ma'asir Sheni can eat ba'aninut. You have to be b'simcha. And therefore, since you have to be b'simcha, it's not going to be yotzeh for matzah. Ne'echem oni. Which means even things that can be eaten ba'aninut, eating in distress. Ma'asir uh, Sheni, it can only be eaten b'simcha. So comes the Gemara and says, How do they know, incidentally, that Ma'asir Sheni cannot be eaten by any Yutnut? Because the Pasuk of Devarim, that the owner has to make a confession, Lo achalti be'oni. I did not eat the Ma'asir Sheni in a state of Aninut. Devrei Rabbi Yosei Gilili. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yosei. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Masot, Masot, Riba. He says that. It says many times in the Torah, Matzot, to come and teach you that even Ma'asir Sheni, you can use for Akhilat Matzah. Imken, Matamud, Omar, Leham, Oni. According to Akiva, what does it do with the word Oni? Which we learned from over there, that only things that uh, uh, that can be eaten, even Ba'aninut. Now, Plat, La'isash, Chinilusha, Be'yayin, Be'shemenut, Vash. He comes and says, no, you know what Oni teaches me? That to the exclusion of dough that was kneaded with wine or with oil or honey. Which means where you made your matzah but you didn't make it with water. Uh, what's the reason of Rabbi? So therefore, Leham Oni comes and tells you what? It's got to be Oni. It's got to be poor, so to speak. As opposed to enriched. Where you have it with, let's say, these, uh, these items. So comes again, Maran says, Prat la'isa, shini losha, biyayin, v'shimul vash. Now, my time, Adri Akiva, what's the reason why the Akiva is doresh that? Mi ketiv lechem oni, ani ketiv. Which means, if you look at the Torah, the Torah spells the word oni without a vav. Ayin nun yud. So therefore he says, it's written, 
Ani. And therefore, don't make this dirasha oni, oni with an olive. No, it's written ani. And therefore, it's meaning uh, the bread of poor people, as opposed to enriched. He looks at it the way you read it. He says, what? Do you read it ani? Oni karinan. Since you read it oni, therefore he makes it dirasha of oni with an olive. So the Gemara continues, Karin and Be. Now I go to Bahayat. Rabbi Akiva, Haide Karin and Be Oni. You know why it's called Oni? Kedish Shmuel. It's following Shmuel's statement. Damar Shmuel, Lechem Oni, Lechem Sheonin Alav Devarim Harbe. Oni comes from the word Onim, meaning you talk or you answer. It's the bread that many things are said over it. For example, Halel and Agadash al Pesach. So that many things are said over. So that's the derasha of Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara says, "Ve'savar Rabbi Akiva, isachini loshab yain ve'shemin udvash la." Does he hold that you're not yotze with enriched matzah that is needed with these uh, these items, yain and shemin and dvash? But Tanya, we have a brayta. And lashin isa bapesach beyain v'shemin udvash. The Brayta says one cannot knead the dough on Pesach itself with yain shemin udvash ve'im lash. And if you did make matzah like that, Rabban Gamliel Omer to saref miyad. Rabban Gamliel says gotta get rid of it. We're talking about obviously where you made this on cholamoyed. And therefore it's mutar to make serifa. Therefore burn it immediately. That's the opinion of Rabban Gamliel. Meaning he holds hametz. Ba'chamim omrim yachel. Ha'chamim say you can eat it. Obviously they hold, like we learned earlier, that these items are merpedot, and therefore they're not mahmits. And therefore since they don't become hametz, you can eat these items on Pesach. Rabbi Akiva says, Shabbati my residence was, it's going to be in the eyes of Rabbi Yoshua, by these rabbis on Pesach. And I made for them on Pesach, uh, Matzah, made with Shemin and Vash and Yain. And they didn't tell me anything. So therefore, clearly, you see what Rabbi Akiva holds that enriched Matzah is. Good for Pesach. What do you mean? You just told me, he's coming to tell me, no, you cannot have it uh, enriched matzah. So that's the stiraz right from this from this point. But we continue the brighter. The Bang Gamliel who held, you cannot knead the dough with yain and shemin and vash. Mechatefimbo. meaning if you want to sprinkle over the uh, dough, some yayin or shemen, that is mutar. He doesn't allow you to knead it, but he allows you to be katef, and he could um, sprinkle. Atan the Tanakama. This is following the opinion of Tanakama in Rabangam Liel. That's oser lisha, but it'll be matir kituf. Hakamim omrim, and Hakamim come along and say, et shelashin bo mekatefin bo, veet she'en lashin bo en mekatefin bo. Which means, uh, Hakamim come along and say, no. The rule is like this. If you're allowed to lash, you're allowed to make kitu. If you're not allowed to lash, you're not allowed to make kitu. I mean, it goes hand in hand. Now the rabbis really hold 
that lechatechila, you should not make dough with yain and shemin and dvash. Because they're concerned that you might not watch it properly, and it might become hametz. They just hope that the avad, if you did it, tachil. So they were, they all really end lashin. And therefore, they hold it goes hand in hand. End lashin, lachin end, mechatfin. Meaning it's the same thing to them. Which is, comes out, let's get the mahluk and good in the b'raita before we reconcile. Comes out, we have two mahluk in this b'raita. Number one, bidi avad. If you will lash, Rabban Gamaliel says to Sarif, Hachamim come along and say, Ta'akhil, that's one mahlokit. Second mahlokit is, Rabban Gamaliel says, although I hold you can't lash, but I hold you can, Mekatef, Lechatahilah. Whereas Hachamim come along and say, no, just like you can't lash, Lechatahilah, you also cannot be, Mekatef, Lechatahilah. So that's what Hachamim more mahmir than Rabban Gamaliel. Veshavim, the right that concludes, everybody agrees, that you cannot knead the dough with pochlin, that would be warm water, because the warm water causes hemuts, causes to make hamets. So the Gemara says, La kasha, no question. Very good. It depends what day of the holiday it is. Meaning, when did Rabbi Akiva say you're not Yotze with Matzah Ashira? That's for the Seder. For Yom Tov Rishon, Ne'am only was said by to be Yotze Matzah Lel Seder. When Rabbi Akiva was making these Matzot with enriched ingredients, that was talking about for the rest of the days of the holiday. So therefore, for Lel Seder, when it's Yom Tov to eat Matzah, then it's going to be Lechem Oni. You're not Yotze with Shemin and Dvash and Nyayim. For the rest of the Yom Tov holiday, then already it's Mutad. That's the reconciliation. And the Gemara says, Kedamar Lehu Rabbi Yoshua. Like Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi said, Libne told his son, Yomakama on the first day, Lo talushu li bechalba. Do not need for me the dough for the matzah with milk. But the rest of the holiday, you could uh, knead the dough with milk. That would also be considered lechem, uh, would be considered matzah ashira. That would be considered enriched. So the Gibra says, wait. He was allowing him to make matzah with milk? That you're not allowed to knead dough all year round. They're never allowed to knead dough with milk. And if you did make the dough with milk in it, the whole thing becomes asur. Why? Because it can lead to sin. Because what's going to happen? A person might eat this bread with meat. People eat bread with everything. And therefore the hachamim will say you to knead dough that's making bread with milk. So therefore the Gemara is asking, how could Rabbi Hashem and Levi tell him, for the rest of the days of the Pesach, knead the dough with milk. You know, I thought that's Asur all year round. And they change it. The first day, don't need for me the dough with honey. Because you have to be Yotzei and Seder. And from the rest of the days, you can make it with Dvash. We have another answer. Which I can tell you really no. He was telling him, make it for me with milk. But we find the pit of Rabina. 
ke'en Torah, that if you make the bread a small size and in a defined shape, like the eye of a ox, so then already the people will recognize that this is special. First of all, it's a small shiur, so they'll eat it right away. They'll eat it in one shot. We're not concerned that they might leave it over, and you might come to forget and eat it with meat. And since it has a special size, like the eye of a uh, short, meaning it's long and narrow, so therefore people will recognize it. So, So he was telling him to make it, meaning, that it is mutar. You could make it with milk, so long as it is small and defined. Now, let's read one Mashi on this. Or you see, she taught Rashi, which is very important. Look at the Rashi. In Rashi Nita'itza. Shel Matzot. You're not allowed to knead the dough of the Matzot. Be'yayin v'shemen u'dvash. Me'pnei she'kerovah u'memaheret le'achmitz. Right? Because it becomes chametz very quickly. Ve'en adam yachol le'shomrah. And really it's hard to watch it from not becoming chametz. Lefichach, imlash, tesarif miyad. So the Bangalore's opinion was what? You have to burn it immediately. Ube mo'ed ka'amar. Obviously that's what we're talking about, chala mo'ed. Ve'lo b'yom tov. Da'va'ra shilol l'tzorichi. Right? Because you can't burn on yom tov, you have to wait till chala mo'ed. Now, Rashi says, this should be ulishtakish. Ulishtakish da'amal le'il. Me'perot en mahmisim. Uh, what are you talking? Rishlakish taught us on yesterday's daf, Meperot are not Hametz. And now you tell me the Bangi Amaliyah is holding that not only are they Hametz, but the Mahmitsim, Marbek, Kerovan, you have to, you can't even uh, make it, you have to burn it. So he says, Lakasha, Ach de Iu en Hayabim al Hamutso Karet Kamar. That she's learning all Rishlakish was saying on yesterday's daf was that you're not, you don't get a Karet. On Matzah Ashina. Velo avi hametz gamur ila hametz nukshe. Havi. Kilmar ra. Meaning it's, it's, it's hametz, it rises. But the rising is like, um, it's not like regular hametz that rises nicely. It's, uh, it, it's not real uh, full fledged hametz. And therefore, she tatra she is that really meperot can be mahmitz. But he calls it Hametz Nukshah. It's rising is just not a regular rising. It's, a, it's an inferior rising. But it's enough to be considered Hametz. But not to be over Karet. That's Shittat Rashi. And therefore there is no stira between Rabban Gamliel's opinion over here and Rishakish's opinion on the previous daf. It should be pointed out that that is not Shittat Tosfot. Shittat Tosfot holds that in... When the Shakish said uh, it's not uh, it's not it's not hametz at all, meaning it's not only is no karet that meperot cannot become hametz uh, whatsoever, and therefore it is uh, it is mutar the gamne. Comes the Gemara and continues. Second wide line, Veshavin. Everybody agrees. She'en lashin itaisa beposhli. Right? You cannot. Need the dough that you're making the matzah with poshni. Poshni would be uh, warm water. Warm water. So the Gemara says, menachot. Why is it different than menachot? Now menachot are different uh, uh, 
korbanot that with the korban you had to bring matzah. Now, uh, when the Torah tells you to bring matzah for a minha, these matzot had the same laws of matzot, and they cannot be chametz. And what does it say? Ditnan, it says in the Mishnah, Kol amenachot niloshot beposhrin. It says all menachot, that you need matzah, you're able to knead the dough with warm water, and you have to change that word there into parentheses, umishamiran, and you just have to watch them, shelo yachmesu. So you see clearly, you can make matzah with poshrim, but it comes to menachot. So the Gebra answers, Im amru bezirizin, yumru zirizin. We know who makes the menachot, the Kohanim. Kohanim are considered zirizin. They're zealous. They're on top of things. And therefore, yeah, of course we're going to be lenient for a Kohen, because the Kohen is going to make sure that doesn't become Hamid. But for a regular guy on Pesach, we're not going to be matir to make it with portion. It's a demonstrate Kohanim, who are zirizim, and... Everybody else. So the Gemara says, "Ihache miltat namelatit." Let them soak the grain first before they would grind it to get rid of the uh, the chaff and the bran. They would so- the, so the process would be normally to soak it. Now soaking can cause hamutz. But if you're telling me that we're talking about Kohanim, that is a regime, let them soak it also. Since you're telling me they're going to watch it, so soaking should be permissible. Alama amar bizera amar ababar miriyam al Shmuel, chetin shel menachot, en lotetin ota. But clearly we have a statement that says they would not make letita. They would not soak it. Why? Why not? So the Gemara says, lisha bezirizin ita, letita leta bezirizin. Because it depends who did the process. Who would make the lisha? The Kohanim. Therefore the Kohanim are zirizim, therefore we're not worried about if they use poshim. But the before lisha is letita. Who would do the letita? Even Israel. Even uh, somebody else. He's not zariz. So therefore we cannot allow letita, but we can allow lisha. The Gemara says, Venisha mi'ita bezirizim? Just hold it. Who told you that only the Kohanim are able to knead the dough? It says in the Pasuk, Which means, you would pour oil on the minha, that's also part of the process, the oil is poured on the minha, they would mix it, and then they would bring it to the Kohen. Now what would the Kohen do? It would be, we're talking about a, a, a matzah that was made already. They would make the matzah, then they would uh, add... They would crush it into little pieces. Patoto tapitim, the pasuk says. They would crush it into pieces. They would add oil. They would mix it. Then the co- would bring water to the kohen, and the kohen would make what's called kemitza. Kemitza was he have to scoop up with his hands some of the minha and put it next to the mizbeach. The point is the kohen doesn't get involved until kemitza. That means who made the matzah before? Israel. Well, what do you mean? I thought uh, you can't use poshi. What about the zirizim? So the Gemara says, From Kemitsa and on, that's when the Kohen gets involved. Which means, comes into anything before the Kemitsa, which is the actual baking of the Matzah, which means the original kneading of the dough, plus the pouring of the oil and the subsequent mixing it, is all done by 
Are you saying how could they do it? What do you mean? I thought they can't do it with um, Poshnim because they're not Zadis. So the Gemara says, Huh? Lisha nehid bezidizim leta. You're right. The Lisha was not done by Zidizim. However, bimkom Zidizim ita. But it was done in the Beit Hamikdash, in a place where there are Zidizim. Which is the Lisha has to be done in the Kodesh, in the Beit Hamikdash. Therefore, it's in a place where the atmosphere is. Zerizim, the Kwanim are there, the Kwanim will tell them, hey, be careful, it's in a place where you could be on top of things. The Amar Mor, Belila Keshera Bezar. We have a clear statement that says Belila, meaning the mixing of the water with the dough, is Keshera Bezar. You don't need a coin to do it. However, Chutz Lechomat Azara Pesula. But if they do it outside the walls of the Azara, the Beit HaMikdash, Pesula. So you see clearly what? That the Belila must be done in the area of the Beit HaMikdash. It's considered Makom Zerizim. La Letita. But to exclude soaking, the Ena Bezrizim Velopim Kom Zerizim. The soaking could be done by Israel even outside the Beit HaMikdash. If we're concerned that we let them soak it into... Water, what's going to happen? They're not going to be careful because it's going to turn into hamets. Good? Kemara says, Umay shenami minhat ha'omer. Oh, so why is the minhav the omer? Right? That's the minha that we bring on the second day of Pesach. Why is the minhat ha'omer different? Why? What does it say? Detanya, because we have a brighter. Minhat ha'omer lotetim ota. It also has to be matzah. But here it says, they would soak it. The sovereign ota, and then they would pile it. After they would soak it, they would make a pile of it. What do you mean? How could you make netita? Especially this is on Pesach. Well, what about the issue of hametz? So Gemara says sibur shane. What does sibur shane mean? This korban is korban sibur, and therefore, as she says. Um, Everything that was done by the owner was enough. He betin. Betin needed to supervise the process. So since betin is supervising the process, they're going to make sure that this thing does not become hametz. Betin is irizim. Therefore, the supervision of betin by korban which is a public korban, is going to allow us to make letita without any concerns. Comes the and continues. We have a brighter. Yachol yotze adam yedeh chovato bebekurim. New point. Torah says that if a person has fruit, one of the fruits of Eretz Israel, which includes hita, wheat, he has to take the first fruit, go up to the Kohen, and give it to the Kohen as an entitlement called bekurim. So the Gemara wants to know: Can you use the Kohen bekurim for matzah? I'll take the wheat that he got, grind it, make it into matzah, and eat it. So the Gemara says, Tamud Lomar, Bechol Moshevotechem, Tochlu Matzot. Right, in all your dwellings, you will eat matzot. Matzah ne'echelet Bechol Moshevotechem. Only matzah that can be eaten in all your dwellings. Yatsu Bekurim, She'en ne'echadim Bechol Moshevotechem, Bikurim can only be eaten in Yerushalayim. And therefore it's not subject to the Pasuk of Bechol Mosbotechem. Therefore the Gemara wants to say this is the Vedabi Yosegedili. You cannot eat Bikurim for Matzah. 
because it cannot be eaten anywhere. The Torah says, where do you eat matzah? Bechomus Motechem. This can only be eaten in Yerushalayim. So therefore, no good. Rabbi Akiva Omer, matzah maror. Rabbi Akiva says, if you look at the Torah, the Pasuk says, al matzot omerorim. Which means, the Torah juxtaposes matzah maror to teach us that we make a hekesh. We make a connection between matzah maror. And what is the connection? Ma maror she'eno bekurim. Just like maror is not bekurim, because maror is not one of the seven fruits of Eretz Israel, and therefore you still eat maror on Pesach. Af matzah, so to matzah she'ena bekurim, so to the matzah that you eat on Pesach can only be what she'ena bekurim matzah that is not bekurim, which is the Biakiva agrees. That you cannot use bikurim. He just learns it from a hekesh. Just like maror that you eat is not bikurim. Can't be bikurim, it's not one of the seven uh, fruits. So to matzah that you eat cannot be uh, bikurim. Good. So the Gemara says, E, ma maror she'en bimino bikurim. Af matzah she'en bimina bikurim. Maybe I'll even go a step further. Just like maror, it's not even a species that can be bikurim. I'll say maybe matzah can't even be from a species of bikurim. Now that would knock out wheat and barley. <laughs> and the Gemara says, Otsi, hitim v'seorim, she'ez b'minam bikurim. And therefore I'll excuse maybe and tell you, you can't even use a species that is for um, bikurim, and therefore knock out wheat and barley. Tamud lomar, matzot, matzot, riba. It says matzot, matzot many times in the Torah to come and tell you you can use wheat and barley. So the Gemara says, "I matzot, matzot riba, filu bekurim name." What it says, matzot, matzot, come and include even bekurim. So the Gemara says, "Hadar be Rabbi Akiva." Okay, Rabbi Akiva retracted from this hekesh between matzah maror, and he learned like the first opinion of Yosef that the source why you can't eat bekurim is because of Moshe Motechem. Because you can only eat matzah that's able to be eaten in all the dwellings, unlike Bikurim. How do you know he retracted the Tanya? Right? I think that a person can be Yotzeh, Yedeh Chovat Matzah with Bikurim. Tamud Lomad, Bechol Mosbotechem Tochelu Matzot. And in all your dwellings, you eat Matzot. Matzah Neechelet Bechol Mosbot. And only matzah that's in all dwellings. Yatsu bekurim she'enam neekalim bechol moshbot ela berushalayim. So the brayta continues. Yachol shani motzi af maaser shani. So according to this, maaser shani should also be knocked out because maaser shani can only be eaten also in Yerushalayim. The din is before you bring the maaser into Yerushalayim, you're able to make pedyon. Meaning, if you want to redeem it, then you can eat these fruits outside Yerushalayim. But once you bring it into Yerushalayim, finished. It is not subject to pijon anymore. And therefore, I'll say, since Ma'asir Shini once is brought into Yerushalayim, it must be eaten in Yerushalayim, therefore, it's also not considered much Motechem. So I should knock out Ma'asir Shini as well. Kamud Lamar, Matzot, Matzot, Riba. What? Says Matzot, Matzot. Coming to include... Many type of matzot, even ma'asir sheni. So the Kabbalah says, Umara ita lirabot ma'asir sheni ulutsi bikurim. Now arbitrarily you told me matzot, matzot, including ma'asir sheni, but it excludes 
Bikurim, from Bimoshimotechem. Say the opposite. If who told you that Matzot Matzot comes to include one, and the other Pasu comes to exclude Bikurim? Maybe I'll tell you the exact opposite. So the Gemara says, no. Gemara says, Ani Ma'aser Sheni Shiyeshto Eter Bechol Moshbot. Because even Ma'asir Sheni, even after it entered Yerushalayim, there is a way that it can still be eaten outside Yerushalayim. How? So Yomara says, Rabbi Al-Azhar. Like Rabbi Al-Azhar. We'll see what Rabbi Al-Azhar said in a second. But I'm going to exclude Bikurim. Bikurim can never be eaten outside Yerushalayim. You brought Ma'asishni to Yerushalayim. Normally the law is finished. Cannot be taken outside. Let's say Ma'asishni became Tamer after it entered Yerushalayim. How do you know you could redeem it even in Yerushalayim? Meaning, take the Kedushah of the Ma'asir, put it on a coin, now you can take that Ma'asir even outside Yerushalayim and eat it. So therefore, how do you know that? Tamud Omar, Kilo Tuchal Se'eto. The Pasuk says, when are you going to make redemption? Kilo Tuchal Se'eto. Literally means if you can't carry it. For example, the normal case would be, he has a lot of uh, bushels of wheat. He can't carry them all to Jerusalem. So what would he do? Pijon. Transfer the Kedushah to money and take the money up to Jerusalem. But the word Se'eto, the Gemara is going to tell us, could also mean you can't eat it. Meaning, why can't she eat it? Because it became Tameh. So what does the Torah tell you? Redeem it. The end Se'et Ela Achila. The word Se'et also refers to eating. Shin Emar, Vayis'ah, Mas'at, Me'at. Read the Pasuk right. Vayis'ah Mas'ot, Me'at, Tanav, Alehem. Which means, the Yosef, gave food to his brothers. I was talking about it. He gave them food packages when he revealed himself to them in Egypt. So the point is what? That you see clearly that even Ma'asir Sheni can be eaten Therefore, since we found a case that Ma'asir Sheni can be eaten and have a pasuk matzot matzot. It's coming to include something. So I'm more prone to include ma'asir sheni where you see there's a case where it can be eaten everywhere, and I'll exclude bikurim from the moshimot because bikurim can never be eaten outside. So according to this uh, opinion, in the Chinabib, uh, the Black is telling you the only source of bikurim is moshimot right? Now we don't know the author of this Black by the way. This Black was just telling the banan. We're trying to show that the Akiva retracted. So the Gemara says, Man Well, let's remember we learned above. Remember in the beginning of this daf, we had a machloket. Can you use Ma'asir Sheni for Matzah or not? Was machloket Tanaim. Rabbi Akiva was the opinion that said, you can. Oh, so therefore this brighter must be going like Rabbi Akiva. Oh, once this blight is going to be Akiva, what did the blight say? That the reason why Bikurim cannot be used is because So what do you see? Must be the Bikurim retracted. Again, from the fact that this blight that was Matir Ma'asir Sheni, and we know that the opinion that's Matir Ma'asir Sheni is who? Rabbi Akiva, like Adamud Rishon, 
Therefore, he's also the opinion of the Brighton that says, Bikurim is learned from where? The Moshe Most people are retracted from the Hikesh between Matzah and Baror. He says, Biakiva. And we learned that what? He indeed retracted. Now, comes the Gemara says, Now, Remember we learned earlier, Rabbi Yosef's opinion was, why can't you use Maser Shini? Because Maser Shini cannot be eaten by Aminut. Mm-hmm. But Matzah can, because it says Lehem, Oni. Meaning even the Oni, even the Oni, even the, the under the stretch, even if the person is an Oni. Good? Well, we know that Bikurim also can only be eaten by Simha. So therefore, from the same Pasuk, that you excluded Ma'asir Shemi Nehamoni, that to be the same pursuit that you exclude Bikurim. Why did you need a new pursuit with Moshe Botechem? Only things that can be in everywhere. Bikurim's only Nushalayim. You have an existing Dirajah, Nehamoni. And how do you know that Bikurim can only be eaten Bismcha? Because the pursuit says, by Bikurim, as we'll see now, the Samachta Bikhulatov. You have to do it, eat it, Bismcha. So Yamara says, Sabar like Rabbi Shimon. Uh, he holds like Rabbi Shimon. That what? Tetanya Bikurim Asurim the Onen. One opinion says in a Kanameh that Bikurim cannot be in by an Onen. The Rabbi Shimon Matir. Aha. So if Rabbi Shimon's Matir the Onen, you can't learn from the Himoni. Because Bikurim could also be eaten the Oni. And you have to learn it from Mimoshe Botechem. My Tamad Rabbanana. What's the reason why the rabbis say Bikurim cannot be eaten? But I mean, it has to be eaten b'simcha. I mean, the rabbis are arguing on the Bishamon. Dechtiv lo tuchal leechol b'sharecha. I give you the whole pasuk. The pasuk says lo tuchal leechol b'sharecha ma'asav deganecha v'tiroshecha v'yitzarecha u'bkorot becharecha v'sonecha v'kol nederecha shetedor v'nidbotecha u'trumat yadecha. Talk about all the things you have to eat in Yerushalayim. Now, one of the things you cannot eat in your gates is what? Terumat yadecha. What is terumat yadecha? So the Gemara says, Terumat yadecha elu bikurim. This terumat yadecha is referring to specifically what? Bikurim. And in this pasuk that talks about bikurim, it also refers to what? It refers to Maaseh. Because the Pasuk also talks about Maaseh Shani in this Pasuk. I'll give you the Pasuk again. It says, Lo Ma'asar Ah. So in one Pasuk it talks about Bikurim and Maaseh is referring to Maaseh Shani. Both these islands have to be eaten where? In Yerushalayim. So the Gemara says, the We make a cache between Bikurim and Ma'asir. Ma Ma'asir asu le'onin. That's clearly because the Pazuz is lo'akhati be'oni. A Bikurim asu le'onin. That's how Hakamim know Bikurim is asu for an onin. 
Because in the same pasuk, it puts Bikurim next to Ma'asir Sheni. And just like Ma'asir Sheni is Asur by Anonen, so to Bikurim is Asur to Anonen. Hekesh. Good? Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon that says that it's Mutar Bikurim to Anonen, what does he do? Teruma Karinu Rahmana. So that was very specific. How did he choose to call Bikurim? Terumat Yadecha. It calls Bikurim Teruma. Ketruma, the teacher was like Teruma. Ma Teruma muteret leonen, a Bikurim mutar leonen. So he's learning from the actual word itself. Why did the Torah choose to call Bikurim Terumat Yadecha? To teach me it's like Teruma. That what? Terumat mutar beonen, Bikurim also mutar leonen. The Rabbi Shimon, ah Rabbi Shimon, Nehi Dehekesh Letle, Simha Miya Mikhtav Ketiva Behu. Which means, according to Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says what? It's Mutar. Uh, what about the Hekesh? I thought you make a Hekesh between Bikurim and Mahasheshini. He doesn't go with this Hekesh because the Pasuk clearly says that what? I'm sorry. He doesn't go with the Hekesh. Good. Rabbi Shimon says, I learned it from Tirumat Yadecha, from the fact that it's called Tiruma, it's like Tiruma, that what? Just like Tirumat Mutar Beone, Toto Bekurim. But the Kabbalah says, however, Simhami Ya Mikhtav Ketiba Behu, Vikhtiv, Vesamachta Bekhulatov. Forget about Dirashot. Clearly the Pasuk says, Vesamachta, that when you eat the Bekurim, you have to eat it, Vesamachta. Not Beone. Not which is, I agree, Rabbi Shon, you don't want to make this hekesh between Ma'asir Sheni and uh, Bikurim, fine. But bottom line, you got to, you got to interpret the Pasuk. It's explicitly written in the Pasuk, that you have to eat the Bikurim, Bismaha. How could you come along and say, Mutar Ba'arinu? So he answers, Ha'hu lizman simha'u da'ata. That's how you have to eat it, Bismaha. You have to eat it at a time of simha. Meaning there's certain times of the year that are more simha than other times. You personally do not have to be bismha. The guy who's eating it can be an onen. But what? It has to be brought at the time of simha. What's this time of simha? Vitnan. We have a Mishnah. Bekurim. When is the time of the year that Bekurim are brought? So they're brought from Shavuot until Sukkot. Shavuot's the earliest time you could bring Bikurim, which is once they bring the... There was a certain Qurban they brought on Shavuot called Shteh Al-Lechem. Shteh Al-Lechem was actually a form of Bikurim. Once that Shteh Al-Lechem was brought, now all the farmers are allowed to bring their Bikurim to the Beit HaMikdash. And when can they bring it until? Until Sukkot. Now, if they bring it in that window, Mevi Vikoreh. They bring the Bikurim, and there's a certain recitation that was made at the time that you bring the Bikurim in front of the Kohen. You talk about all the different Hasidim Baruch did for us, from the times of Arami Oved Avi, from the times of Laban, that he tried to kill Yaakov Abinu, and we talk about how he went out to Misraim, and how Borei Alam took us out of Misraim. It's a whole beautiful song that we sing, praising Borei not only for the Bikurim that we got, but for all the Hasidim. Now, if you bring it in that window between Shavuot and Sukkot, Mevi Vekore. Mehachag Vad Hanukkah, if you bring from Sukkot till Hanukkah, 
You bring but you don't read. Now what's the difference? Because in Atzeret, the Hanukkah, Sukkot, it's the time of Ketzira, it's the time when you're reaping, and it's the time of Asifa, it's the time when you're gathering, that's the time of Simcha. The farm is harvesting all his goods, he's collecting all his goods, he's happy seeing all the profits. So when you bring it at this time of the year, it's considered Bismha. And that's why the Pasuk says, uh, Bring it and read the recitation, Even if the guy himself is onen, that's not the point. We're talking about the Zman Simha. Once already Sukkot is over, you're finished collecting and gathering, it's not Simha anymore. You're not, uh, you're not uh, reaping and, and harvesting, and therefore what? You bring it, but you can't be Koreh, because it's not such a uh, happy time. Once it's finished, once Hanukkah is over, then already you miss Bikurim, you have to wait until next Shavuot. So then when you see it's about Zman, Simcha. Comes the Gemara and continues. Tanu Rabbanan, we have a Braita. Tanu Rabbanan, Lechem Oni. Masuk says what? It has to be Lechem Oni, which we'll learn is what? Is the bread of Oni is poor. Prat lehalut ul ashisha. It's coming to exclude if you went and scolded the kernels first. Scolded meaning you put them in boiling water first. Ul ashisha. Ashisha is referring to a very, very big kneading, a very big uh, size lechem. It seems both these items are considered hashuf. If you, if you scold the kernels first, can it, it makes a better uh, matzah. And big is always more hashuf. So it's got to be simple. It's got to be poor man. You cannot do it in such a hashuf way. So the Gemara says, So you tell me that I'm only, so maybe you can only use coarse bread. Maybe you have to use the, you know, type of grains that you didn't even uh, take out the chaff. Maybe, only, I don't know who knows how the Anim eat. Maybe that's to be patadra. Maybe it's got to be coarse, meaning you can't even have any type of uh, 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 positive uh, benefit in the matzah. It says many times in Torah Matzot, Riba, it's coming to include that you can even have regular matzot. You don't have to have patadra'a. Va'afilu kamatzot shil shilomo. Matzot, matzot says, not only can you have regular matzot, you can even have the matzot like shilomo ha-melech. Now obviously shilomo ha-melech, the matzot that they would give in the palace, was refined flour, solet nikiyah, clean, all that. So therefore, the Gemara is telling you, you can have the cleanest, nicest matzah. Imken, matamud lomar, lehamoni. So what is lehamoni? Make up your mind. What does lehamoni come and tell me? Prat lehalut v'laashisha. It's only coming to exclude if you scolded it, or it is a large size. As she says, gluska gedola. Ume'em now we got to just prove one more point. Who told you that ashisha, this word ashisha, implies something that is significant and hashuf? The pasuk says, there's a pasuk in Shemuel. Shemuel. 
This is David Amelech. He gave to the all the people gifts. What did he give them? Leish halat lechem achat. Gave to each person a halat lechem, right? A, a portion of halat. The ishpar echad. We'll see what ishpar is in a second. The ashisha echad. And he gave them an ashisha. So already we have a pasuk that uses this word ashisha. Now what does it say? We read. The Amar of Hanan, Bar Abba, Eshpar, what is the word Eshpar? Ehad Meshisha Bepar. One sixth of a par. Meaning he gave them a piece of meat, which was very big. One sixth of a par. Par is a, a bull. Eshpar, yani Shishit Mipar. Ashisha Ehad Meshisha Beetha. One sixth of an Etha. Now, if that is a very large measurement, one six would come out if you convert it to our measurements somewhere between six and eight pounds of flour. That's Ashisha. So, what do you see? Ashisha is very, very big, very, very hajuv. So, we prove that point. Lechem Oni to exclude Ashisha. How do you know Ashisha is hajuv? Because we see in the Pesuk of David gave all the people these gifts, and the Gemara says in the name of Rav Hanan that this Ashisha is actually a big. A shiur of flour. Comes again and says, Uflika de Shmuel. This is arguing on Shmuel. Dama Shmuel, Ashisha Garba de Hamra. He says, that Ashisha is a barrel of wine. Dikhtiv, because the Pasuk says, Ve ohave Ashishe Anavim. The Prophet Hoshea was a book in Israel. And he was telling them, You'd rather get drunk than learn Torah. You'd rather drink barrels of wine than study. And what does he call the barrels of wine? Ashishe Anabim. Now, let's just summarize this point. Shemuel is not arguing on the Brayta. The Brayta clearly said that an Ashisha you cannot use for Matzah. And clearly in that Brayta, it's not referring to wine. It's referring to a large shi'ud of, of bread, of Matzah. He's just arguing on the pasuk, meaning the way that Hanan learned the pasuk, and it said in the pasuk v'ashishachat, he learned that David gave them all you know, eight pounds of uh, flour. No, no, no. That pasuk ashisha is referring to barrels of wine. But the brayta shmuel cannot argue on the brayta. The brayta claims that lechem oni to exclude halut and ashisha. He just argues on the mashbayut from the pasuk in Shemuel. Baruch Amen.